Today my goal is to set you up for a breakout year in 2021. A breakout from your current situation. A breakout from your current mindset. A breakout from the struggles of COVID life. And a breakout from your limiting beliefs that may be holding you back from the life you want for yourself. Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover, where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday, where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Wrench Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Silover. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in and spending a few minutes with me today. Well, as 2020 comes to a well-anticipated end, my goal today is to try to help set you up for a breakout year in 2021. A breakout from your current situation. A breakout from your current mindset. A breakout from the struggles of COVID life. And a breakout from your limiting beliefs that may be holding you back from the life you want for yourself the life you dream of, the deep-down desires you have for your business, your health, your personal life, and success that those limiting beliefs keep you playing small, playing it safe. Undeniably, 2020 was the worst of years for millions of people across the globe, and that is a fact. might have been a total shit year for you, too. I know it was for me, both personally and professionally, although I still had some very positive experiences as a result, but it wasn't for everybody. In fact, many companies not only survived, but thrived, some at a massive scale. Companies like Zoom and Amazon, UPS, uh, AMD, uh, FedEx, Etsy, Big Lots, Crocs, and Yeti, just to name a few, had three-digit and four-digit increases. Businesses that pivoted quickly to serving their customers through digital, remote formats, and those open-minded entrepreneurs that launched new businesses to fill that void reaped incredible rewards this year, and will so for many years to come. Those businesses, maybe yours, that pivoted quickly to adapt to a touchless drop-off and delivery system, and were proactive on moving to more advanced technologies to communicate with insurance carriers, parts vendors, suppliers, and providers, saw a better share of the available work out there than most. So for many, but not the majority, 2020 was not a shit year. It was possibly one of their best years ever. It was their breakout year. They refused to let their limiting beliefs, that's the inner villain or the voice in your head, keep them playing small. They refused to let their limiting beliefs keep them playing it safe, keeping them in their comfort zone, keeping them from living their dreams or taking the leap and doing what their soul told them they were meant to do, to take action now. What are limiting beliefs and what do they do to me or for me? Limiting beliefs are false beliefs that prevent us from pursuing our goals and desires. Limiting beliefs can keep you from doing important things like applying for your dream job or finding that relationship you want or possibly leaving the one that you don't want. Here are some common limiting beliefs that most people experience. Uh, The fear of success. Fear of failure. Fear that we are not good enough to achieve what we want. 
Fear of not being loved or being unlovable. Fear of rejection, which usually leads to avoid relationships or being a people pleaser. Having negative attributes assigned to being rich or having money. For example, rich people are heartless or pretentious. Fear of greatness. Now here's some limiting beliefs about your self-worth. I'm a failure. I can't make things happen. I don't deserve a better life. Things just like that don't work out for me. It's all my parents' fault. People look right through me. That's just my luck. Who am I to have everything I ever wanted? So let me ask you this. Have you ever done anything really compelling, really rewarding? Got the deal, got the sale, got the partnership, got the relationship you wanted? Convince your kids or significant other to do something? Convince your parents to do something when your confidence was down? I mean, think about it. When your confidence is down, even if it's only 5%, and I'm not talking on a scale 1 to 100, your confidence is a 5. I'm talking when your confidence is at 95%. When the confidence is down, your state of mind also changes. And that's when you say, well, maybe I can't finish this job. Maybe it's not meant for me. Maybe I should be happy with this okay relationship. Maybe I should be happy with this okay income. Maybe I should be happy with this crappy little apartment. Okay, so let's get to your story. Let's get to what takes away your confidence. Then let's get to what takes your state of mind to its absolute peak. But before we get there, we're going to go back a little. We're going to talk about this inner villain. That inner villain, the inner self-doubt, the bad wolf, whatever you want to call it, it's the little pessimist that lives in all of us. I still have a little pessimist that lives inside of me. Sometimes I have to shut him up. I still have to find a way to overcome that voice more often than you would think. So what I've done through the years... I've developed skill and habits and tactics to win, to let the inner hero win. Because you see, first off, to expose the inner villain, we have to know what it feeds off of. And in my opinion, what attacks the state of mind, what attacks that confidence, are the things that the inner villain feeds on. And I'm going to give you a list of those right now. Number one is outside influences that ding your confidence just a little. If there are things that make your confidence go down, I'm going to encourage you to do less of them. If there's things that brings your confidence up, I'm going to encourage you to do more of them. I know, I know, I'm brilliant, right? So let's talk about some examples of things that bring my state of mind and my confidence down. For starters, as an external influence, I would say the daily news. I've never in my life watched the news, finished watching a whole program and said, wow, I feel great, I feel empowered, I feel incredible. Time to go to the next level. Whoa, damn, do I feel good. No. You watch the news and you go, oh my God, crap. Things aren't going well at all. Why should I even bother trying? Oh my God, what's going on with our country? Oh my God, what's going on with our world? So for me, the outside influence of the news takes away my confidence. So the last 12 months or so, I don't watch the news. I don't read the paper. I don't watch CNN. Don't watch Fox. Nothing. Maybe to some of you that seems naive, like I don't want to know what's going on in the world, but what I want to know is the news that's going on in my family or in my business. I want to know the news that helps you. I want to know how I can help the world. I can help the world by being a better version of me, by being a better role model, by making the money to take care of my family and the people around me, to help flourish the economy in my house, then flourish the economy in my town, my city, and my world. That's how I can give back. That's how I can contribute. Not by watching something that robs me from the power to move forward and thrive and grow. If something paralyzes you just a little, if it takes your confidence from 100% to 95%, then you've got to get rid of it. Think about this. Okay, the news is one of them, but think of another outside influence. What about people in your life? Who in your life do you get done talking to and you go, "Uh, I 
I don't know if I can do this. Who do you talk to that is a battery drainer, not a battery charger? Think about that. There are certain people in your life, and when they call you, you look at your phone, you go, um, I'm not going to answer that right now. Because you know when you do this, your energy is going to be drained right out of you. How can you be the best version of yourself? How can you have the right state of mind, the level of confidence to take yourself to the fullest potential you have to give the world, the universe, your God, your family, yourself? How can we do that if we let other people constantly drain our energy? So manage your time with people like that. Find a way to not let them rob your energy. Find a way to distract the conversation so they don't dwell on you. Let them talk about them. Because sometimes there's negative people we could just cut out of our life. Sometimes we live with them. You know what I mean. So find a way to not let that negativity seep inside your soul. Become Teflon. Again, if you can get rid of them, great. If you can't, become Teflon. Find a way around it because that outside influence will be cumulative and stack up on the inside. Because think about this. Maybe the news doesn't stop you, but it adds a little bit. And then you talk to someone who tells you you can't or it's the wrong time, or you're crazy, or social media doesn't work, collaborations don't work, groups don't work. That's for experts. That's for other people. All that stacks up. And then it takes three or four or five things stack up, and one day you go, I think I'll just be better off living an okay life. I think it'd be too overwhelming for me to try. It must be the wrong time, right? Then you find five people that agree with you. And what do you do? You go backwards. And in five years from now, you look back and you go, damn it, I had that idea. I had that drive. I had that time. Why didn't I do it? Listen, I know this seems like a lot to take in. Holy shit, Rick, this is going a little deep today, aren't you? Yes, I am. But I need to in order to get this message through to you, to help give you the understanding of what limiting beliefs really are, how they affect your life, and how to change those thoughts so you have a better shot of getting where you really want to go, to be who you really want to be. These are not foo-foo or bullshit psychobabble ideas. This is truth, and it works for everybody that understands how much actual control they have over their own success or failure. So here's some common limiting beliefs and how to flip the script on them with empowering statements. I'm a victim of circumstance. Instead, think, I create my own reality. Life happens to me. Instead, think, life happens for me. I live in scarcity. There's never enough. Instead, think, I live in abundance. There's always enough. Obstacles hold me back. Instead, think, obstacles help me grow. I can't start until blank happens. Instead, think, starting before I'm ready leads to success. This is too hard. I should quit. Instead, think, if it were easy, everyone would do it. Now, you know when you surround yourself with negative people, they'll tell you you can't, right? But here's a deeper level of that. Do you know what the costliest advice in the world is? It's bad advice. You see, here's what we normally do. We take advice from our single friend telling us how to fix our relationship. We take money advice from our broke friend or our friend that goes from job to job or opportunity to opportunity and just never seems to work out. And they're going to tell us how to make money. Hmm. We take dieting and fitness advice from the overweight and out of shape buddy of ours from the bar. And what that does is that accumulates inside of us. And somehow that affects us and derails us because it takes our confidence from 100 to 95% or less. And we play small and the world passes us by. Like the surfer that let the wave go, you're trying to paddle to catch it and you missed it. Because you took bad advice, the costliest advice in the world. You need to have a deflector for bad advice. You must repel bad advice. You have to absorb advice from people who are playing the game at the highest level. There are things that make you play just a little bit small. There's things that accumulate inside you 
until you just decide not to do it. And we don't want that to happen. I want you to be really conscious of this. Be aware of the fact that these limiting beliefs, the inner villain that feeds on them, and what it does do, it creates a story. It creates a story on why it won't work for us. It's like our subconscious is collecting this from the news, from the people you work with, from the negative people, from your weaknesses, from all the people around you and people telling you, do what I do, Uh, even though if you did what they did, you'd get what they have, right? And all of a sudden it accumulates, and then your subconscious mind says, hey, let me put all these pieces of the puzzle together. Then it crafts a limited belief story, and it crafts a story that holds you back. Realize that there's a story living inside you, and that's the thing that's holding you back. I hope you understand this. So how do we bust this story? The accumulation of all the other influences. The accumulation of the past experiences that the inner villain is feeding on. Accumulation of who's to blame. How do we start recrafting that story to become bulletproof, to master your mindset, to build an unstoppable mindset, whatever it is you want to call it? Because we want to propel you right into the right thinking that will change, help you change the world, change your life, change the way you feel on a daily basis. You have everything you need. You just have to anchor this in. So how do we change that story? Again, you're doing 500000 a year. You want to go to a million a year? You need a new story, right? If you're lifting 50 pounds at the gym, you want to go to 100. You need a new workout regimen, right? We need a new story. You want to go from the job that everybody thinks you're pretty successful in now, but you know it's not fulfilling your soul. How do you transition out of that smartly? New story. How do you start the new business? New story. Scale the business? You need a new story. Learn a new skill? You need a new story. Okay, yeah, I know. I've hammered this home. I've hammered it home on purpose. So let's start the transition. How do we change that story? First off, let me just ask you, and really think about this, the story that you have, I don't have time, I'm not smart enough, in a job it takes all my time, it's hard to juggle all the pieces, husband or wife doesn't support me, parents don't think I, I can do it, living in the wrong area, wrong time, technology's too confusing, it's overwhelming, it's over my head, all that stuff. Again, not knocking you, but be honest. All change starts when you're honest with yourself. What is your current story? Now think of that story and look backwards. I want you to get mad at the inner villain, okay? So on a piece of paper, or whatever you're working with right now, or in a journal, I want you to write down what that story has cost you to this point in your life. What does it cost you? People who want to succeed don't have resources in most cases. They have one thing that's more important. They have resourcefulness. When you have the right story, when your inner hero's in charge... When your confidence is at its peak and your state of mind is different, you don't need people to support you. You don't need money. You don't need to live in the perfect area. You don't need a perfect background. You don't need to know technology. You don't need your husband or wife's cheerleading you every day. You need resourcefulness. Resourcefulness is the key to all solutions. Resourcefulness is what made everything change in the world. Think of your favorite heroes. Think of George Washington, if you're in the United States, or Abraham Lincoln, or Martin Luther King, or Mother Teresa, or Michael Jordan, or LeBron James. Anybody you could think of, if you dig into their life, they were resourceful and they had a different story than the others around them. What makes two people who have the same intelligence, go to the same school, have the same background, same income, what makes one person change the world, impact the world, and go to the highest level possible, and the other person stays low and says, that's not for me, it won't work, that's for other people? Simply the story they've told themselves. And this is the stuff I've used to empower myself, stuff I've learned through Tony Robbins, from Dean Graziosi, from Dr. Wayne Dyer, Brian Tracy, and all the oldies but goodies in professional speaking and motivation like like, uh, Dale Carnegie, uh, Zig Ziglar, and Napoleon Hill. 
the essence of foundational success come from these words that have been practiced by some of the most successful people ever. You've already heard this. You know most of it. Today I'm encouraging to make the part of this because you need to have that state of mind. You need to have that confidence. So what has that story cost you already? Have you ever felt like the person who came up with an idea? You told people, you played small, you thought about starting your own business, but your coworkers told you, you should be grateful for the job you have, and you played small. And when you started the company, but you really didn't go all in. You didn't, as Tony Robbins says, burn the boats. You kind of dabbled, you stuck your foot in the water, you kind of tried it a bit and said, nope, it's not working. It's because you had the wrong story. What is that story? It's time to get mad at that story. Be pissed at that story. What has that story cost you up until today? Now let's go to the other side. I want you to think about what is that story, if you keep it, going to cost you moving forward? Imagine the story, whatever it is. Uh, I would do this, but I'm really busy, and my husband, my wife, doesn't support me. How's that story feel right now? Right now, when you look in the mirror, if you could turn towards a mirror right now or look at your phone and look at the camera and say, I'm not living the life I want, and then say your story, because my husband or my wife doesn't support me and time's really tough, if that feels shitty now, how's that going to feel in five years from now when you say that same story? I'm still at that same place, except worse. I'm even unhappier. I don't have the joy in the level I should. I haven't impacted the world. I, I had a great opportunity. I didn't do it because my, my husband or my wife doesn't support me. How's that story going to feel in five years when nothing changed? You know how fast the last five years went by, right? How fast are the next five going to go by? Like that. And are you going to let that story hold you back from being the greatest version of you to tapping into your full potential? Now I want you to think, what's that story going to feel like in 10 years from now or 20 years from now? When you look at your mirror and you look at your phone, you go, oh my God, a few more wrinkles, maybe a few gray hairs, frost guys, hair receding, another extra 10 pounds around the gut. And you're saying, I could do this, but are you going to give that story that much power? Are you going to let your subconscious take all these negative outside influences, feed the inner villain, and you're going to let the inner villain go, hey, I'm winning, I'm winning, I got this, they're not doing crap. They're going to stay in that job. They're not going to scale the company. They feel really happy with the okay life they got. In fact, they even think they got a good life, but it ain't going to be great. Not with me in charge. That's your asshole inner villain talking smack, spiking a ball in the end zone, doing a victory lap because he keeps scoring, keeping you from your best life. Maybe keeping you from making a difference in this world is your true destiny. Are you going to let that happen? How bad do you want to change that story right now? As we evolve, this is what we're doing. We're changing the story. The next thing I want you to do is prove that story is a lie. It is a lie. If you tell yourself you can't because blank, it's a lie. Google someone that's had the same experience as you. Don't have great education? Go check out John Paul DeJoria, Tony Robbins, or Richard Branson. See their stories and see what they've done. For example, John Paul DeJoria was completely broke at 20 years old. His wife handed them to her two-year-old baby and said, you're getting infected out of the apartment, I'm leaving. Left him with the baby. He lived in a car with his child, selling shampoo door-to-door. He had a dream of selling hair products. He eventually met and formed uh, John Paul Mitchell Systems with, with Paul Mitchell. I'm sure you've seen those products. Had great success with that. Then he had a dream of making hire in tequila, Patron. And now he's one of the richest men alive. Find his story. Find someone else's. There's so many incredible stories out there that can inspire you to know that your story is BS. Find Arianna Huffington. 50 years old, she started Huffington Post. Sells it to AOL for, what, $300 million or something like that? Find someone who has your similar background. No school, three kids, single mom or single dad, trying to figure it out, or in a job that's sucking the life out of you. 
Find someone who's been there. See their evolution. You know what they changed that you might not have yet on another level? It's their story. They decided. They created a compelling future. They didn't let the inner villain win. They fed their inner hero, and they became resourceful as hell. And when people told them they couldn't, it was fuel. When the carpet got pulled out from underneath them, that was fuel. You feed the inner villain or you feed the inner hero. That's up to you. It's time to awaken the inner hero and let him or her be in charge. Let that voice of, I can do this, the voice of, this is our new future. This voice, I don't care what anybody says. Let that voice take ownership as of today. Have that voice carry you through this next year, not saying, could I or should I, but saying, I will and I must. That's the difference between living a life well spent, a life where you squeezed every bit of juice out of it, and a life restricted by yours or others' limiting beliefs. Let me give you one more real-life example. In the middle of March this year, two restaurants three miles apart from each other in Salt Lake City, Utah, had to close due to COVID. Neither restaurant had a drive-up or drive-through service. One owner, angry, arms crossed, blaming the virus, blaming the government, blaming China, blaming Trump, saying they better fix this so I can open back up. The other owner immediately grabs a few employees, goes to Home Depot for supplies, starts working on building up a drive-up area outside, and reconfigures the inside for social distancing dining space. Three or four days later, he's back open with a half-mile line waiting to pick up their barbecue at the drive-up. Meanwhile, the other eatery stays closed, unable to accommodate the change. Now, two restaurant owners, same town, same road, similar class of business. Why was only one able to continue on and be successful? They did not let their limiting beliefs cause them to play small, to play it safe. Look, I'm telling you all this now, and I get the fact that you already may know some, a lot, or even all of these things I tell you are truths. But I really want to drive this home. Sometimes we understand how a change that we are fully capable of making would be good for us, we may understand the benefits we will enjoy or the positive impact it will make in our lives and possibly the lives around us, but we fail to take action, to pull the trigger, to decide, or worse yet, take a few steps of progress and then stop or allow ourselves to be talked out of it, either by others or by our own inner villain. In ultimate irony, we let our limiting beliefs keep us from changing our thinking and actions about our limiting beliefs. I truly want you to put this into action, to change your story, to crush your old limiting beliefs and replace them with your hero's story so 2021 is your breakout year. The year you start that new business, buy that extra shop, build that addition you were planning, hire that top-notch manager, take on the new partner or coach to get you to the next level, start or end that relationship, start that new job, move to that new location, lose the weight, start eating healthier, Start or upgrade your workout routine or learn the skills that you could propel you to a whole new level. Let's not let this next year just be the year that followed the year of quarantines, lockdowns, masks, and virtual get-togethers. Let's not let 2021 fade into the shadows of a devastating 2020. We are meant for more than that. Let's make damn sure we do everything we can to make 2021 the year we remember. The year our life really changed. The year we broke away from our limiting beliefs and declared, this is my year. Well, that's all I got for you today. Um, hopefully this information helps you. I mean, that's my whole goal of being here every week is to provide information that's going to help you become more successful and uh, grow your business and uh, get to that next level that you want to get to. So hopefully these ideas and the, what I've shared with you today uh, makes a difference. If you like this episode, please rate it and hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. 
If you have any questions or comments, you can always reach me on Instagram at Rick underscore Silover, Facebook or Facebook Messenger, or LinkedIn. And please check out my new website, ricksilover.com. You can find all my episodes, my latest blog posts, resource tools, and much, much more. And last but not least, if you see value in this podcast, please share it with others so I can help serve as many people in our industry as possible. And remember, you don't have to be better than anybody else. Just be a better version of you than you were yesterday. Music